0: Talk of the town.
1: Connecting the community on news, sports, talk, KTOE. Here's your host, Lisa Kay. Here
0: we are, like I've never been here before, right? Here I am, 1108. It's about 11 degrees right now. Looks like today we should see about, well, hardly sunny skies, 18 degrees. Mike McLaughlin joining me, Blue Earth County Veteran Service Officer. How are you doing?
1: Pretty good. Good to see you. How was it? drive in not too bad still a little uh, sore from shoveling for the first time yesterday not it. you
0: to had that. to shovel
1: yeah
0: mm-hmm yeah. I waited for it to melt a little bit did you mm-hmm and then I got home I was I was joking with somebody else that I, my mother lives with us and she's in her 70s right so I'm joking that um, the, she hates any time that there's snow on the driveway. Yeah. And even though we work and my husband's like, I'll come home and do it. I'll just leave it alone. She can't. Yeah. And so she's out there. I'm sure it looks really great. You know.
1: Everyone, I guess everyone's got their thing. What really <laughs> bummed me out is this year I was really... Uh, ahead of the game and I got those little uh, snow plow stakes that you put along your oh, property yeah, yeah. so the snow plows don't go over.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, the night it started snowing, I have a sidewalk. Somebody walked down my sidewalk and stole every stake. Because so they didn't to, have them. <laughs> probably. They weren't prepare. prepared. Yeah, so I woke up the next day yesterday to shovel and I was like, where would all my stakes Every go? single stake? Every single shovel? one. <laughs> That's what I get for being prepared. So I
0: think people run off with a garden gnome or something like that, but not those stakes.
1: Yeah, I don't know the reflective, maybe you could Sword fight. with That's them.
0: a weird thing to steal. I yeah. had, I have some in the garage, yeah. exactly where they're supposed to be. I kept saying we should put these out. We and then no snow came, and no snow was in the forecast, and we didn't, have, we never put them out.
1: So if anyone's listening, and you mysteriously acquired ten new of those, they're so, yours. Yeah, just maybe call the radio station, the tip line, or something.
0: Oh my <laughs> gosh, you can have mine because they're still in yeah. the garage. There you go. I didn't put them up, but. Uh Yeah, so I'm hoping it melts. It it should be melting by... Well, what are we looking at here? Forecast, extended forecast uh, by Monday.
1: 50s or something. 40
0: degrees. Yeah. Yeah. I can't complain. No, 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 no. All right. So uh, we are talking a little bit about what's going on in your world. And uh, since the last time we saw, I think we talked about this packed act. Yeah. Uh, the claims clinic is coming, but this is cool because they're sending people to our area.
1: Yeah. So uh, in, in Minnesota, uh, VA settle uh, centers, it's medical like expertise up at the Minneapolis VA clinic. And then they s- kind of center their, their benefit uh, people to up at the St. Paul uh, regional office. And so, we've been trying to get them out and in partnership with them out of their I don't mean this derogatory, but, you know, the Emerald Cities. Uh, yeah,
0: like come out and see the rest of us. So. Correct, yeah. yeah.
1: They were just down in uh, Rochester here uh, at the end of the year, too. Um, and and now they're coming down to Mankato. We set this up in partnership with the VA. So uh, they can do uh, adjudication of claims on site in some cases, too. So the people that, that do the benefits processing in St. Paul will be down here. Uh, kind of like one of the coolest underrated things I think we were talking about off air is uh, they're sending the medical examiners down to do those toxic exposure registry exams. For veterans who are exposed to Agent Orange or the burn pits uh, too, as well. So uh, that's pretty cool.
0: When you're in the military, how do you know if you've been exposed? I mean, how do you know if you should be tested? Yeah, that's kind of a laugh because, like, is everybody just has, have you all been exposed to the burn pits and the?
1: Yeah, so I, I think it's different for everybody, and I guess when it kind of the light bulb goes on because. Um, all these things were just kind of happening you know in the background or the periphery you know while you were you were deployed or, or serving and then after the fact it was like oh you maybe you're
0: working it, and there's a big fire pit yeah, over there and yeah. you
1: don't know what, what's going on yeah yeah um, so on, on some of the base, big bases in Iraq and Afghanistan just literally you know the size of football fields or um, you know like size of East High School's whole campus just big pits where they're burning rare metals, uh, lithium batteries, medical waste, throwing whole Humvees in there. They're just
0: throwing stuff into the... Yeah, in yeah,
1: and so they do that like in the center of the, the base or the, the, the forward operating base in Iraq or Afghanistan and then all that soot and smoke and everything goes up and then falls right back down where everyone's living and eating.
0: Who's doing the burning?
1: Uh, soldiers, contractors, you know, okay. people there because, I mean it takes a lot of materials to keep a war machine going to keep, you know, the fight going, uh, not just the, the, um, munitions, but food, medical, everything else, the batteries, to power, all the radios, everything else too. So, and you can't just ship out, you know, like a regular dump truck doesn't garbage, show up like yeah. garbage. Yeah. Cause it's war zone. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, burning was the option. And I mean, burning waste goes you know, all the way back to the you know, Roman legions and probably the sure. beginning of, uh, history, but the stuff that we're burning and the stuff that we're throwing into it, you know, the stuff that you see. raining back down onto you. Correct, you know, when you get into all those those weird uh, uh, rare uh, rare metals that I can't pronounce most of their names or, or identify them on the periodic table, but and they're not good to be breathing in.
0: So then our soldiers will either probably experience uh, some health issues while they're there or when they come home or maybe years later, as we know.
1: Yep, sure. Yeah, sometimes it's more direct onset and a lot, a lot of times it's delayed onset mm-hmm. uh, too as well with a lot of the respiratory Issues, uh, you know, too, as as well, um, and and not just Iraq, Afghanistan for these registry exams. A lot of it is for Agent Orange too. And the, the cool thing about those is um, that you're not you're not getting you know an individual personal benefit out of it, but you're helping the greater cause because those exams uh, they catalog all the issues that are wrong with the men and women that served in those covered areas, and then correlating that with other exams you know taking place in Milwaukee and uh, Florida and Texas and California and. So so I mean, they can.
0: People have like the same yeah, symptoms going on or yeah. the same problem. And
1: catch those trend lines across it. And then one for treatment, like when they're looking at. You know what are veterans going to need during that time period for you know current and future treatment. And that's how they kind of develop on that care. But then also if they do open up any more conditions for the benefit side too, you know they can identify that trend line. So really, doing the exam is you know for you, but it's more for your fellow veteran too as well that you served with.
0: Right. Uh, Just when you think you're done with your work, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's it's not mandatory. Uh, you know it's 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 definitely something that's uh, it's up to the veteran to do, but. I'd encourage any veteran that, you know, uh, again, uh, Agent Orange, Burn in Vietnam, you know, and then uh, Burn Pits in Iraq and Afghanistan are like the two big ones. But there's a whole lot of other vets out there that might think they were toxically exposed to some sort of substance uh, too as well. A lot of veterans that worked on uh, aircraft and flight lines and carriers, you know. Not just wartime or just? No, not just wartime. Yeah, so the the jet fuel, you know, if you were (laughs) working for, you know, eight years, 20 years, you know, breathing in JPH, Jet fuel on a daily basis, and you're not wearing respirators, and often right. that stuff all into a lot of our, our naval veterans. You know, going through into the 80s, the ships were just caked with asbestos uh, too. That's where you see those annoying commercials at night. For,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and mesothelioma is a real thing, uh, but that's where a lot of that comes from is those those exposures. And then um, you know, we have veterans that are atomically exposed veterans that you might not think that our United States military used to just send people out in like shorts and a t-shirt and have them clean up. You know. <laughs> blast sites. Oh, wow. There's old atolls out in the South Pacific where uh, as late as the early 1980s, they were still sending people out there to do that. Uh, It is
0: kind of one of those things when you know better, you try to do better. But I mean, especially in wartime, you can only do so much, I suppose. And um, so these appointments that uh, people have, that that our veterans in the area have the opportunity to go to, Mm -hmm. um, are they appointment only? Do we show up? Uh, What needs to be done?
1: on their behalf? Sure. So the, the VA is you know, requesting uh, that you do make an appointment in, in advance. It's not mandatory. They will take walk-ins, but it'll kind of guarantee your spot. Um, they have a, a QR code and a link on that, that sheet I gave you, but you can also call uh, our office or the Nicola County Veteran Service Office, too, and we can help get you signed up for it, uh, too, as well. But uh, my, my office's main line number is 507-304-4246, and Nicola County is 507-934-7870. And so Mankato, North Mankato, St. Peter area, uh, Blue Earth County, obviously, Nicola County. Uh, and the actual... Clinic Day is next Wednesday, the 21st um, at the Mankato National Guard Armory at 100 Martin Luther King Drive.
0: I know there's some things that you say you can do at the clinic. You can you can ask about some existing claims and some other things that can go on. What, mm-hmm. what other types of things are happening there?
1: Yeah, so that would be more like the, the actual benefit application. So on a you know, uh, men and women go down range or they serve in the military, even not in a war zone, uh, and they have an injury or occurrence that happens that causes kind of a nagging medical issue or disability, Um, you file for the service-connected process with that. Uh, Meaning after you get out, I mean, there's no workman's comp when you're in the military or Mm in that side of it. So if you have a lingering issue, you, you know, you're filing a claim with the VA saying, hey, this happened in service. This is my current lingering issue. I'd like the government to own it so my future employers or if anything happens, Surgery-wise, uh, that's connected to service, and an easy, easy thing for me to to reference on that is. Infantry, Marine Corps, you know, during my, my time in uh, service, a lot of uh, <laughs> impacts to the body, mm-hmm. uh, a few wrecked vehicles uh, there too as well, and then just muscle, skeletal stuff, a lot of heavy weight, um, and I have compression in my L4, L5, into my S1, so the bottom of my spine. Right. Um, and ha- had some treatment in that for, for service a little bit towards the end, but when I came out, you know, still having back issues still to this day, uh, and I had to go through that service-connected process to, you know, get the government essentially to say, okay, we see your military service. We see a little bit of, uh, you know, the rationale for where it happened in service. You still have issues with it, so we're going to own that injury.
0: Right, and uh, there's a lot of uh, of uh, vets walking around without connection to the VA right now. Correct. They're just trying to go through it on their own. Yeah. And I'm not sure why that hurts, or is that from this, and how do we...
1: Yeah, and, and so... Um a lot of them aren't because the the VA is, you know, confusing to get started and go through that process. Uh, lucky for them. That's why my office and Nicholas County's office exists. Mm-hmm. Every county has an office of uh, at least one service officer so we can help you walk through that process. Uh, and I was actually uh, talking to other veterans about this this week. There still is that. Uh, Misconception within the veteran community as a whole that, you know, I want to save that for somebody that's worse off than me. You know, I want to. Right, I can totally see that being a mindset. And kind of downplaying and. uh, kind of where I was counter to that is if every veteran has that mentality, then nobody is going to use the services and the care they need. And then the way government works, they're just going to take them away. away. Yeah. So if, use it or yeah. lose
0: it, kind of thing. If right?
1: even if you just go in for your annual physical and that's all you do, or maybe you do your you know blood pressure medicine through uh, the VA, um, and you're one of those people, one of those vets, those men or women that think you know somebody else needs it, it's worse off for me. You're doing your part to make sure those people that need more exhaustive and expansive services. Mm-hmm have care for them 10 years 20 years down the road and
0: you know aging's such a weird thing i know it's, it's strange we stay the same age right but yeah. uh as you get older things develop worsen you start to notice Things that yeah. are happening with your health that maybe you didn't have before, and you don't know where that came from. So,
1: yeah, I had a had a guy uh, tell me on on aging the other day that it's kind of the the funny dynamic there is that the things that happen to you later in life that you need the most ability, you know, to effectively fight and overcome as you age, you have the least amount of abilities mm-hmm. so that you rely on on more, of, you know, the medical care, um, and you don't bounce back, you know, you don't spring back as much as you did when you were twenty versus when you were seventy, and you <laughs> right. throw your back. Out um, And so getting set up for that care and, and getting that established, sticking with the back, you know, when you're 20, so when you're 70 and you don't spring back as well as you do when you're 20, that everything's set.
0: So this is coming up February 21st, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Mankato Armory. Mm-hmm. Uh, do do they need to bring anything with them in order to qualify for this exam?
1: Yeah, so if you're uh, not enrolled in VA healthcare already, it would be a good idea to bring your uh, DD-214 for service members. That's essentially your main discharge document. Every service branch gets one. Um, and then also, if, if you're coming to look at that service connection piece and you, you have an active claim or you're looking to start one, any supporting medical uh, records that you know can show any current diagnoses that you're looking to file for would be beneficial. If not, we can always help and try and figure things out, too. So
0: Perfect. If people want more information on this or to check out the QR code, is that online as well? I mean, we can put yeah. it online. But-
1: yeah, they have that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a federal government link on there, <laughs> uh, and you can see it's not really uh, the best to be... It's a uh, bunch
0: of numbers and
1: letters. Yeah, it looks like hieroglyphics, so it's probably better just to, to post it online, and then if, if you can't find it online through the posting, just call our offices and those numbers I mentioned earlier.
0: After I get off the air, I'll make sure that this one ends up on com for you. Mike McLaughlin, stick around. We're going to talk a little bit uh, through the hour about the... Um uh, bonus The service bonus that might be available. There's some changes. We talked about this one before. Some changes coming to that. And you were in D.C. last week. So yeah, want to hear about that trip, too. Awesome. Right on. Stick around. We'll be right back. It's Lisa Kay on your midday here. It's KTOE.
1: And now more Talk of the Town with Lisa Kay. Back
0: on Talk of the Town, we've got Mike McLaughlin in, Blue Earth County Veterans Services
1: Rep. Did I say that right? Uh, Blue Earth County Veteran Service Officer. Officer. Service Rep. Okay. Guru. I want to make sure. Poupon or something in that word. Did you almost call yourself Gray Poupon? The Grand
0: Poupon. Or, <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> it can be a thing. Yeah. We can certainly make it a I thing. just made sure. it up, I guess. All right. Post 9-11 Veterans Service Bonus Available.
1: Yeah, so I, I think we talked about this in the summer, yeah. um, and it was before the legislative session had, had wrapped up, or maybe it was late spring last year. So, Oh,
0: and now they've started again. Yeah. It was like, what, last Monday? The 12th, I think
1: that was the start. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're starting something, I guess. Um, <laughs> but uh, so in, in 2020, they, they passed a, a service bonus, essentially an appreciation for those that served uh, on active duty uh, after... Uh, starting with 9-11-2001, uh, all the way up to uh, August of uh, 2021, essentially coinciding with uh, the, the fall of Afghanistan and us pulling out mm-hmm. uh, there, uh, kind of capping the Global War on Terrorism uh, bookend there. And so Minnesota has a history of providing service bonuses for those that served in a period of war, at war, going back to World War One, They did World War Two. Oh, I didn't Korea. know that. Yeah, oh. Vietnam and then the first Gulf War, uh, they did it too as well. Does it go by era or whether you actually served? Uh, some s- are served, some are era. This one is era, so okay. a- anybody that served. Uh, but they have two tiers of, of bonus. So if you served uh, in the era on active duty, uh, then it's a $600 you know, bonus that... You get from the state of Minnesota, you just apply. If you serve um, in country, as that's called, or overseas in one of the, the theaters, it's $1,200. Oh. Um, so, and there's a time frame on it, just like every bonus pass, it's not open ended. You know, they can't keep them open for, you know, appropriation purposes for 60 years. Right. Um, this one closes uh, at the end of this year of 2024. But so what's, you have
0: to apply, Yes, let them yeah. know that you're here.
1: Yeah. Well, and again, the easy way to apply for it and keep plugging our offices uh, is called Blue Earth or Nicollet County Veteran Service Office if you're in the area. Even if you're listening and you're not one of our uh, vets, you know we can always tie in with your CVSO, but if you call our office at the 507-304-4246, we'll, we'll get you set up. Um, but uh, with this one, a recent change that happened when it first rolled out to get it uh, you had to be a Minnesota resident, which you still do mm-hmm. uh, but you also had to have been a Minnesota resident at the time you enlisted oh. uh, and so now they 've opened it up you know because they did some you know reflection and thought on that that we have a lot of residents that serve their country and when you raise your hand you, you don't you know just serve a certain state and the the intent of this bonus and the past bonuses was to say thank you for Minnesota residents who currently live here mm-hmm. for their service to this country uh, and so this this year, the beginning of this year, they changed that now so you can apply uh, if you didn't enlist out of Minnesota, but you're currently a Minnesota resident. So
0: you do have to end up being a Minnesota resident. Yeah, so if you which move, makes sense. Yeah, it yeah. makes sense if you move into the state um, then and are now a resident, then mm-hmm. you would...
1: Alright, yeah. I got it.
0: Yep. And three different tiers. Um, is it?
1: Yeah, no, so while... It, for veterans, there's two, and then there's actually a, a third tier that, if you were a Gold Star parent that you had a child that died oh. on active duty service during that period, is is the two thousand dollars. Okay, yep. all right.
0: And the website's got some more details on that. Where do we direct people for this?
1: Yeah, so I mean, that one, you know, again, our office, the phone number, or this has got a, a better email, or email, uh, website address than the the, the claims clinic. It's uh, Minnesota Veteran slash service bonus.
0: I opt for the phone call to your office. That seems easier. Yeah. And we'll just yeah, talk the, to you and. 304
1: 4246. Yeah. yeah.
0: Figure that out. That's cool. So uh, we have until when to make sure that we are.
1: Till the end of the year or until money runs out. Okay. <laughs> well, do it quick then, yeah, right? Yeah.
0: Do, do they distribute um, based on when you apply or do you, do you know any of. So,
1: yeah, that? so when you're in the queue, you're in the queue. So, okay. Um, and the, if, if they ran, ran out of money, which they're not uh, to that point yet, you know, they'll send application pretty quick. Uh, if they run out of money, hey, application period's closed because of no mm-hmm. lo- no more funds.
0: Yeah. Well, I was like, get it done early.
1: Yes. Get it done it's, early. It's you know? better, you know, to get it now, especially you think uh, spring break's coming up, you know, family, kids coming up. To, mm-hmm. If you're going to get your bonus, it would be a good time to do it, uh, you know, now. A little extra money never hurts, mm-hmm. right?
0: All right, stick around. We're going to be right back. Mike McLaughlin back in with us. Back on KTOE, it's Middays with Lisa Kay. Thanks for hanging out and waiting for us to come back with more with Mike McLaughlin, Blue Earth County Veterans Services Officer. And I know that you just got back from a trip, so that's how often do you make it out to D.C.? Uh, i got to turn your mic on. That would help. There
1: we go. We're back, <laughs> yeah. Uh, kind of as needed. There's the the annual one uh, this time of year for the, the legislative uh, summit that's out there. Um, And then as testimony and testifying comes up on veteran-related issues or uh, hearings, I'll actually be back out there uh, March 13th for the joint session of Congress. I got to go testify before them on uh, veteran-related priorities, so members of Congress know what we think is important. All right. Well,
0: what were you doing last week?
1: So, uh, last week, um, we had our our National Association's uh, Leadership and Legislative Summit out in Washington, D.C. going back to uh, about five years ago, uh, I got volunteered for starting. Voluntold. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. go. For starting the first one of those, um, I always like to joke that uh, I was uh, doing my my job out, out in meetings, and I came back into a room full of people that said, "Hey, by the way, you're going to start this uh, here pretty soon." Uh,
0: Which is, I mean, that's a that is uh it's praise for you because they thought, oh, "Well, you'll be able to do this."
1: All right, I'm, I'm just or, an easy target, though. <laughs> he's or, the guy. I'm gullible. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> he wasn't
0: here to defend himself. So
1: yeah. yeah. Um, so it, w- what it really spiraled into is we fly. Uh, the, the leaders uh, from each state, you know, that run offices like mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, the the president for all the offices in the state, and then their their state delegate too. Uh, we bring them out to D.C. Uh, we we uh, educate them on current veteran legislative issues and topics and policy of, of deficiencies, things we're we're looking for, things we need to help do our job better as uh, colony tribal state service officers. Uh, to better serve veterans, mm-hmm. and then also things like the PACT Act and toxic exposures. When we we're talking about the claim clinic, that started uh, not just in our you know meetings, but on several meetings like those out in, in DC too to educate uh, lawmakers too on the need and, and what our veterans are, are facing. So that was last week. I was out there for uh, four days for that, and so with the Secretary of the VA uh, in house in that small group setting uh, too as well, uh, which was. It's pretty humbling and pretty cool. He actually uh, mentioned uh, Sergeant Cade Wolf by name oh, in a public address. Okay. Um, so for anybody that's not familiar with what the secretary of the VA is, every agency has a, a secretary. And the only way I can explain it to like my kids is it's like the president of the VA, you know, mm-hmm. essentially. So to have uh, him, who's also a Minnesotan, too, uh, Secretary mm. McDonough's from Stillwater okay. originally. Um, but to have him you know, mention Cade was you know a pretty... <laughs> pretty heartwarming for me, you yeah. know, from this area and everything that the community uh, rolled out for support to as well. So, uh, we had those interface with the high level officials at, at VA and then we go out uh, on the Hill. Uh, we, we don't use storming the Hill anymore. That's not, <laughs> not a, a good phrase to use out not in DC anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, cordially calling on Congress, we'll call it. Uh, oh, I like <laughs> yeah. that. That's,
0: you know, and we love an alliteration.
1: Yeah. I, I can't use words. I can't spell. So. Um, uh, so we went out and met with uh, all our senators and congressmen and women, uh, too, as, as well, just to make sure they're uh, up to speed on the issues that veterans are facing, uh, what the need is locally on the front line of veteran service services and advocacy, um, and then get to meet with some other leaders of Congress, too. So. Long week, I think productive uh, week too as well. You know. Yeah,
0: Mike, were there themes that you had uh, that you, you bring words from this area and this area's veterans to them? Were there themes that, that we need? What are we not doing well? What are we doing well?
1: Yeah, so um, for me, it works out well in my position as the national legislative director. Uh, is I'm doing the work on a daily basis, my staff are doing the work on a daily basis with, with veterans. So we see those issues frontline, front and center on a daily basis. One of the biggest things is, is access to care, uh, getting veterans enrolled in VA healthcare. Uh, not every veteran is, is eligible. Uh, they have periods of eligibility at times. Uh, one of the big initiatives we we're pushing is um, when men and women are getting out of the military, they should automatically be enrolled in VA healthcare.
0: That uh, just seems. There you go, making sense. Correct. I was just thinking, why don't they just enroll them as they get out? And here's correct. your stuff, your discharge papers, and your. Correct. Here's what you need moving forward.
1: So day one, you know, when their their uh, Department of Defense insurance stops, and they get back to their community, VA starts. Um, and we you know to make a workaround and compromise to, to make it not mandatory. You know, we have built in in that that platform an opt out. So if a veteran of. You know, service man, or woman doesn't want uh, via health care. They can decline it, sure. but to make it mandatory, otherwise you decline. Um, and and it's not just about the access on that side. Uh, one of the biggest things, uh, VA and Congress and as a nation, uh, we've been trying to curb for uh, the last twenty years and beyond that is veteran suicide rates Mm -hmm. and if you look at the data of those veterans you know it's anywhere between 17 to 22 you hear you know those numbers but the the percentage of veterans that are committing suicide and and that data uh, that aren't enrolled in VA healthcare make up about 75% of those that are are committing suicide and complete and so if you're looking at it as just a peer deterrent to a problem we're trying to solve. Mm You know, I didn't do great in math, and the, when you start adding letters in my math, uh, <laughs> I'm the same way. I, I could still kind of figure out that if, well, the large majority of veterans that are committing suicide aren't in, aren't covered
0: by the VA and
1: aren't using those services, yeah. that if we get them access to that, we're at least maybe going to put a dent in those numbers we've been trying to curb. So that right. that was a real big one. Um, one of the other big ones is uh, getting uh, support from the federal government for local veteran services to keep things out of silos, out of isn't a shot at, you know, bigger towns, but out of Minneapolis's and Milwaukee's and Chicago's mm-hmm. and and like our office, um, we get no federal funding to, to help anything with the VA side of it and we're essentially the, the local equivalent of the federal government. Exactly. Yeah, And so, if you look at any other area of government, there's some sort of Uh, relationship between the federal agency and the frontline agency like our our sheriff's department for instance gets you know DOJ training and they have grants that they can apply for for you know equipment or programs I mean there isn't anything like that for veterans and it's kind of like the only agency where there isn't that you know, yeah, connection not, from Fed to state to local. Well,
0: you know, not everybody moves to the big cities when yeah. when they're done. Yeah, like they come back home. You know? Yeah,
1: and and you know, percentage wise, you know, veterans tend to move suburban, rural, you know, more than they do to inner city too, as mm-hmm. well. So,
0: um, I know we had talked uh, before about. I'm going to say it wrong. Ketamine.
1: Oh, yeah. Ketamine. Yeah, you were talking. Not, not little, for our own personal use. No, nope, we weren't. No, nope, but let's talk about
0: <laughs> let's talk about it. And and what is the the use sure. usefulness of
1: <laughs> yeah uh so va had expanded uh use of uh ketamine uh, to a couple couple of uh, vas uh, across the country in texas and washington and nevada and uh, arizona and i'm missing one other one
0: and for those that don't know what it is yeah what, oh, what is it
1: yeah uh, ketamine is like a, a- anesthetic hallucinogen um, I think it actually, you know, people are familiar, maybe some of our, our, our listeners who who had their formative years in the 60s and 70s uh, with the drug PCP. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of associated with that. Um, but in recent research and studies, there's been a lot of uh, medical uh, value and, um, you know, improvement on... Uh, people with depression or post-traumatic stress disorder and uh, small doses of that, commonly referred to as like microdosing. Okay. I, I'm not a, not a doctor by sure. any means. I can spell doctor, but I'm <laughs> not, 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 not a doctor. So VA was expanding this to treat uh, veterans uh, with PTSD or, or depression too as well. And so those states I referenced, you know, you can get it under medical supervision. Uh, they're rolling it out on a limited uh, basis. Minneapolis VA is starting uh uh, trials that you can you know be a part of here in the state of Minnesota. Oh. You can't go into your doc and get it as a prescription, right. uh, but if you reach out to your VA primary care provider and say, "Hey, you know, I, I have a diagnosis of depression and PTSD, or either or, I'm interested in that ketamine trial. Um, that's going to be coming up here this, this spring too, as well. So there's there's a lot of a lot of work being done on you know all those different. Um, yeah, I would say hallucinogens. Right, know,
0: right. Uh, well, and I, I, there's a lot of studying being done right now about the helpfulness of and microdosing and how it can be very useful.
1: So Correct, yeah. Um, yep. Well, and, you know, for you know, a lot of the effects, and not everyone's a, a big fan of, of medication. You know, mm-hmm. The vets that I deal with, um, sometimes when you, you get into the mental health treatment, and when it comes to pills, they want nothing to do with it because yeah. there's a... There's a stigma, and there's some you know adverse health effects from uh, SSRIs like you know Prozac and things like that. Long-term use that people are you know becoming more aware of and concerned of. Um, and for for instance, my own own personal uh, story, I have a diagnosis of post-traumatic stress from my mm-hmm. two combat deployments in Iraq. I don't take any medication, but I find as many you know, alternative uh, methods as I can for my employer, no, I'm not microdosing <laughs> <laughs> uh, But as many alternative methods as I can, uh, physically and spiritually and everything right. I can, to, uh, you know, not have to, for me personally, I'm not, it's not, it's it's not that it doesn't have its use or purpose for a lot of people, but, uh, for me, it was, it's just something I've, I've gone on that route. So this, these ketamine trials and VA kind of looking forward, link, uh, looking into a lot of this stuff and seeing the impacts for the good that it might have, I think, is right. a good thing.
0: Yeah, things are changing quite a bit. Yeah. All right, let's give out your contact info if people want to get in touch with you, have any, any questions about anything we talked about today or need some services.
1: Yep, so, uh, and to clarify, we're not giving out ketamine.
0: No. <laughs> This is not. This
1: is not yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want that, you call your. That mean for
0: everyone? No, yeah.
1: Yeah. no. Yep. Well, I'll just give them the station address, right? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, so, but you, you contact your your VA provider to s- discuss that. Um, but for us, for any services or any questions you have to follow up on this, uh, 507-304-4246 is our our main line, and then the Nicola County office is 507-934-7870. Hey,
0: thanks. It's good to see you.
1: Yeah, good to see you too. Yeah,
0: we'll talk next time, yeah. and we'll get that. Information all on KTOE.com in just a bit.